Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagement. Here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. Welcome to the program. This is Solutions from the Huddle. I get to be your host. My name is Titus Bartolotta. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we've got a really special show for you today, uh, and I'm excited that you joined us. Uh, we start every show the same way, and we ask that you'll join us, and that's in prayer. So, Lord, we ask that you'll bless the show, the guests, the sponsors, everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Uh, I'm sitting next to the coolest, most amazing co-host in the entire globe. Now that Chris. guy left. Actually, uh, would you say you got stuck with me? That guy left. <laughs> that guy left. <laughs> no, I'm here with Chris Allison. How are you, my friend? Good. What's Good. new? What's going on? Everything's in life? cool, man. Yeah, everything is great. Fall weather. Like, have we not been waiting for yeah. this? Missed, oh my gosh. I mean, missed, you, you know, you love the the, the vest, yeah, right? the, the sweater, sweater vest. vest. Yeah, love it. Finally, I don't think we should even have the guest talk. We, this is me, me and you, right? Me here. and you could just talk yeah. about how good we look. Um, for our, most of our listeners have tuned off. Um, <laughs> No, stay with us. We've got a great, great show for you today. The solution from this week's huddle is how to fascinate with effective communication. And listen, for those of you that are just tuning in and not hearing this show before this one, this is a business and life topics show, right, Chris? We we want to add value. We want listeners to walk away and have meaningful, tangible things they can apply to their life and business. And that's why we do the show. Yeah, I think every, you know, I this is like the almost the thirtieth show that we've done, and yeah. the the goal is, and I, you often say it when we finish with guests, is that someone's going to listen to the show and it's going to change their life, right? No question. And, and yeah. So that's that's the the streak that we're on right now. We, it's been amazing. We're on that streak, and yeah. we've not disappointed. I'm telling you, we have a professional on the program today. Uh, you guys know this program is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group, um, and everybody that listens to the show, show they know that I do coaching. But I went and found somebody who I consider a colleague. This person is amazing. Uh, so without further ado, I want to give a proper introduction, and I want to get started in our program. Uh, we've got a success coach, a speaker, a how to fascinate and gallop strengths coach on the program, Christy Ratcliffe. Uh, she uses her experience and training uh, as a personal, professional, and business team coach to work with individuals and teams that are ready to uncover and leverage their unique value with bold insights and transformational solutions. My friends on the program today, Christy Ratcliffe, how are you? I am wonderful, thank you. Yeah, there's not a person I know better to talk about communication than Christy Ratcliffe. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not joking, she's amazing. So this is where you get your notepads out. If you're driving, this is where you pull over, right? <laughs> right. And start taking Please notes. don't keep driving. <laughs> yes, don't do that, our insurance will not cover it. Yeah, um, I wanna jump right in because the show goes by quick. Uh, Christy, could you get us kicked off? Tell us what are the keys to effective communication? Well, I think there are three keys. There's probably more than that. But the three keys that I like to start with are how do you see the world? How does the world see you? And then some um, emotional intelligence of self-awareness and self-management of really more social awareness. So how, how are you socially operating out there in the world. And um, so I think those are the three keys. Those are the pillars you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I'd love for you to give a bit on each of those, but what do you mean when you say how you see the world? Tell me a little bit about what that means. So that's psychology, how you see the world. You know, I think a lot of people try to go out and figure out how they can make other people work better for them. 
Okay. You have to start with self-awareness, right? You have yeah. to know how you see the world. So I'm sure most of your listeners have heard of Myers-Briggs or the mm-hmm. DISC profile, the Gallup Strength Finders. Um, so when we talk about those, those are Myers-Briggs. That's your internal thinking. Um, DISC is your external behavior. So that's why on the DISC, your, your results may even switch a little bit because your external environment determines your behaviors. The Gallup strengths is your intrinsic motivations, how you're wired, what motivates you. So it's very important to first understand how you see the world. And I like to tell my clients, if you're on your own little island, this is how you would run it. Yeah. Um, so it's important to know those things. How? Listen, most people are probably listening to what you're saying and going, I've never taken one of those assessments. Yes. What are you talking about? Yeah. Or if you're in corporate America, maybe they encouraged you to take one, yes. made it like a requirement, and yeah. you did it 10 years ago. How important is it for individuals, whether they're living their personal life or a professional aspect, to really take some of these assessments and, and start to know this information? Oh, it's huge. It, in order for you to be the best you, you have to know how you are wired. Yeah. Obviously, I use the Gallup strengths. I think you use the DISC profile, yep. right? Yep. Um, and one assessment is not going to tell you everything. Sure. They're all pieces of the puzzle. But it is very mm-hmm. important for you not only to take the assessment, but to work with an expert yeah. so that you understand what that assessment says. Because all assessments have these pure definitions, but then you're not just um, a definition. You yeah. are a mix of information in the in that assessment. And it's important to see how are you internally wired? What makes your assessment different than the guy next to you? Yeah. That's very important. You know, I, I use the term a self-inventory, mm-hmm. you know, and, and rarely do we do that. Yes. We, we, we go to work and we count the beans and we go, yep, we've got 10 boxes. Mm-hmm. That's what the paper says. Check. But doing a self-inventory is really special. Yeah. And I love what you said there, Christy. We got to get a professional involved. We joke on the show all the time how often people think that they are professionals. <laughs> you know, like, like I mean, all of a sudden, you know, you you went to what do we say, WebMD or you yeah. Wikipedia something, <laughs> and now you're like, this is what it means. Um, but if we get professionals involved, we actually get results. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, you said another thing that kind of struck me here. Tell me a little bit. What do you mean when you say how the world sees you? What does that mean? Okay, so that's branding. Now we're looking at you from the eyes and ears of your listener. Okay, is it is actually your communication style. So there is an assessment called How to Fascinate. Sally Hogshead is the one who created this, and she is a marketing genius. If you Nike, IBM, I'm not IBM, BMW, some other brands out there that that's her baby. Okay. So she created this 28 question assessment and it shows you your, how you communicate, how the world sees you. And there's seven different languages and you want to fascinate your listener. You don't want to distract your listener. We live in such a distracted world that if we're not careful, everything we say and do just falls on deaf ears. Mm, So if you know how you fascinate, how you communicate, how the world sees you, you actually rise to the top. Yeah. Chris, I know that's important. You know, you've been in radio forever. Mm -hmm. Um, How important do you see that in in advertising and marketing? When when you're not fascinating your audience, they, they tune off. Right. No, I think we not only do you have to fascinate your audience with your on-air product and in what I do, but I'm also the director of sales here. Yeah. So I, I've got to when I'm in front of my clients, I better not be boring. I better be 
Um, I better I better fascinate them in, in one way, shape, or form. Bring Absolutely. them good ideas. Um, you know, d- show them that that I really care. Um, that that they look back at me and say, okay, this guy this guy can help me. This guy this guy is a good consultant. He's not just here for a check. Right. Well, and I so. think it was very important what you just said. You walk into the room wanting to fascinate and knowing your communication mm-hmm. style. But one of the things that I teach my clients. Um, and in the report, it shows analytics of the seven different communication styles and where you fall within those analytics. Mm-hmm. But you, when you learn that, you actually learn how your customer communicates, mm-hmm. and it makes you navigate around that better. It actually helps you learn cues, how to speak even some of their language. You're not going to change how you communicate, but you understand why a certain communication style may only ask you questions and won't say yes immediately. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this assessment comes in. Yeah. Chrissy Ratcliffe, Solutions from the Huddle right here, ESPN Charlotte. Uh, This is more than just communication in the sense of talking, isn't it? I mean, it this is you're getting an analytics now. You're talking about being intentional. Yes. It sounds like there's an awareness and there's an intentionality behind this stuff. Yes. Is that true? Is that what I'm getting from yes. you? Yes. It's more than just communication. We're taking psychology, we're taking branding, we're mixing them together, we're teaching you your tactics to go out into the world, and then we're teaching you tactics to use with your customers. But I use this also personally as I do financial coaching. And one of the things is most people cannot communicate with each other in their personal life. When you learn how each other communicates, it's amazing how much you can negotiate, you can work together, you can create a plan. Um, And so it is psychology plus branding mixed together. Yeah. I think that, I don't know that we have to really convince people to come to this agreement of this true fact. Uh, what stops or starts our success personally and professionally, it really always comes down to communication. Right. Right. And the lack of it uh, or the effectiveness of it really plays maybe the biggest role in our marriage, right? Our friendships, our business, our interaction with our clients. The topic we're talking about today uh, is how to fascinate your your audience, how to understand them, right? And I think that it's, it's, worth, um, it's worth investing in. Here's what I want to know. What will a client learn by taking this how to fascinate assessment, right? I mean, again, we're talking to a group of folks. Maybe our listeners are, are well adjusted to this and maybe they're not. Uh, but if they've never taken something before, what is it about this particular one uh, that's going to get them to that next level? Well, first, let me start with this. You only have right now nine seconds to fascinate your listener. That's the attention span right now. And actually, some studies are showing we're already going down to eight seconds. Mm. So that's all that you have, right? And you wonder why people start to look at their phone within seven to nine seconds, right? Or look away when you're talking to them. So what they'll learn in this um, assessment is they will learn their primary and secondary advantages, their communication style, right? Then you take those two and they make an archetype. So I speak the language of passion and alert. Passion is the language of relationship. Alert is the language of details. You add those together. I am the orchestrator. I make things happen. That is my highest and best value. And Mm. we've talked about this before, haven't Mm -hmm. we? Your highest and best use, right? Um, Then they will also learn their dormant communication style, the one that they struggle in. This is their quicksand. The communication styles that are natural to them are their wellspring. Their dormant is their quicksand. 
And what they'll find is a lot of the clients they may struggle with may speak in their quicksand. Mm. My husband is my dormant communication style. And you wonder why we might argue about something, right? <laughs> um, so they'll learn that. And then they also learn to pick up on um, the cues. They, they see their analytical mix and then they can say, okay, my primary and secondary is this, but maybe my third and fourth one are pretty high. And this is why I can easily adapt um, into a meeting, right? If I'm not a power communicator, which is all about confidence, but maybe that's my third or fourth one. This is why I don't struggle as much when I go into that meeting. Mm. Um, so they help. It teaches them the cues to work with other people. I love that. I, we're talking to Christy Ratcliffe with Christy Ratcliffe coaching. She's a communication expert. Uh, and we're starting to understand a little bit, I think about how important it is to know the other person we're talking to. Right. I mean, in sales, you hear, if you don't know your audience, you'll have no audience. Uh, this is true in all aspects of life, I think. Hey, guys, if you're listening and learning right now, you might have less arguments with your, your significant other. Yeah? That's right. Like, what are the seven, I think you said there were seven, what are the seven communication languages in this particular assessment, Chrissy? So there's, the first one is innovation, and that, that is the language of creativity. Then there's passion, that is the language of relationship. Power is the language of confidence. Prestige is the language of excellence. Mystique is the language of listening. Trust is the language of stability. And alert is the language of details. And we do speak in all seven, but there's two that we speak the best in. It's our natural way of speaking. And then there's that one, it's our least likely to fascinate our listeners. We're probably going to bore people. And it's actually going to be difficult for us. It's going to drain us if we have to speak in that dormant. So there are set, those are the seven languages, innovation, passion, power, prestige, mystique, trust, and alert. I love it. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, Christy's going to break those down. And I know she's not boring anybody <laughs> right here on Solutions from the Huddle, ESPN Charlotte. Is your internet and network slowing your business down? Call the team at Postmodern Communications. They offer affordable network support and phone solutions for your business. Postmodern Communications is your solutions partner. Call them at 704-237-3931. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much to each and every one of those sponsors. Gosh, we love you. Uh, if you ever want to be a sponsor of this show, we'd love to have you. Uh, but listen, if you're wondering why Chris and I and Christy sound so darn amazing, it's because of our good friends at Postmodern Solutions. We love having them, right, Chris? That's right. They sponsor what the microphones, the microphones right? right? There so you the, go. Yeah, Postmodern Solutions, we appreciate the sponsorship for sure. Absolutely. We're here with Christy Ratcliffe. She's a success coach. She's a brilliant mind, and she is really a rock star when it comes to knowing how to be an effective communicator. Uh, we just got done listening to you tell us the seven communication languages through this assessment tool. Before you go into those a little bit in depth, which I really want you to do, how do people get a hold of you? What's the website? Uh, maybe somebody says, I want to take this test. How do they do that? How do they reach out to you, Christy? Well, you can go to the website at christyratcliffe.com. You can email me, christy at christyratcliffe.com. And you can call the office at 704 657-6040. Do me a favor, spell out that website. Yes. Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I, Ratcliffe, R-A-T as in Tom, C-L-I-F-F as in Frank, dot com. Christy Ratcliffe dot com. All right, guys, you have no excuse to continue in that poor <laughs> communication. You got the website. 
take some action. Christy, tell us about seven again, and maybe give us a little insight if that's okay about each of them. Yeah. So innovation, the language of creativity. These are the people that when you're in a room with them, they probably walk in colorful um, and they also are idea driven. They are the innovators. They're, like I said, language of creativity. They probably have 15 ideas before you can get to your one. Okay. okay. If you're not innovated and, and they love the ideas, they just are idea driven. So passion is the language of relationship. They are the person that when they walk in the room, they're smiling, they're inviting people. People feel like they want to get to know them and Mm. they make people feel comfortable. Power is the language of confidence. They come in, there's no fluff when you're talking to a power communicator. They're really about results and you have to watch how you actually speak to them. Um, And I can give you a story on that later on. Prestige is the language of excellence. These are the guys that... A hundred percent is really not enough. A hundred and twenty-five, a hundred and fifty percent—they're the ones that put the comma in, take the comma out, put the comma back in. You know that type of thing. Um, mystique people are the language of listening. My husband is this one, and so it's my favorite way of saying that they are. If you need a negotiator, they are your people because they sit and they listen, and they will not answer. You may not even know what they're thinking. Mm. They are all. They're just taking in information and mulling over it. Trust is the language of stability. They are the tried and true people. They are hard workers. They they're not. They're they're almost the opposite of innovative people. In you know just in the trust area, meaning they like the tried and true. They're not going to go outside the box usually. Um, that's how they communicate. And the alert is the language of details. This is one of my. This is my second one. When we talk about details, we're talking about really solving problems before they become problems. So when anybody speaks to me, I'm listening for what the problem could be so I can reverse engineer it and come up with the solution before it becomes a problem. So that's how, those are the seven different languages. All right, everyone right now is thinking, oh my gosh, (laughs) my neighbor is this one, my wife is that one. That's happening right now for everyone listening. but I don't think we can go up to that person and go, you know what? You need to knock it off and quit being a prestige yeah. or power. <laughs> you know, you're being too mystic all the no. time. We, that's what they are. Yeah. Like, right? We have to know that. And yeah. it's the power of knowing it, not going to change them. No. These are not like the reasons that you're not good. This is just who you are, right? Yeah. We're not going to change you at all. Sure. Actually, that's what makes you fascinating. Mm. It's so amazing to me when somebody starts dating somebody and then they get married and the very thing that attracted them dating them yeah. is the very thing that frustrates them. And that's it's usually point. their their communication style is their opposite and that's what frustrates them. So my job is to help you see the the gift that you have in your communication. You are a gift to your relationships, to your uh, business, to your team because of your communication style. Which one had the uh, the 15 ideas compared to one? That's right? innovation. This guy right Actually, here, right? Actually, <laughs> Titus, yes, yes, he is prestige and innovation uh-huh. is oh, what he go. is. So he's yeah. all about excellence and he's also about lots of ideas. Yes. Um, and I'm the guy that has to tell him, calm down on the idea. I mean, like, just. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I mean, here, here's what's so exciting to me. 
I love, and anyone that's listening right now, if you don't find joy in this, I'm going to ask you to try your best because when you get excited about knowing this kind of stuff, I tell people all the time, stop being so reactive and be a bit more responsive. Mm -hmm. And you can't be responsive in, in life without a greater awareness. And really what you're telling us, Christy, is you're, you're, you're empowering us to be more aware of our communication. I think that's where the effectiveness comes, the, the awareness. Yes. So a lack of awareness means a lack of effectiveness. Yes. Is that right? Well, and it very much so. And it's an, and the first step is self-awareness, right? But then yeah, the second step said. is the other awareness. Yeah. So I'm a better wife to my husband because I appreciate and respect his communication style. Yeah. Same thing with my clients. There's not a client I work with that doesn't take this assessment. And it's not as much, I need them to know who they are, but I as a coach need to know who my clients are so I communicate better with them. And that's powerful. How will knowing your communication style make a difference in a person's life personally and or professionally? So when they get this awareness, what is the immediate instant gratification, right? Well, the first thing is the aha moment of why they love certain things and they don't like other things. They all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and they're like, you know, people say I have a problem with this. No, that's just not in my gift, right? That's just not the best place for me. This is why I do so much better over here. So they learn that. They learn why certain people are easy to work with, why they struggle with others, you know? And one of the things in some of my team coaching is if you have a client that you recognize speaks in your dormant communication style, then that client needs to be the first client you touch in the day. So you drain no, you don't use up all your energy thinking about having to deal with them at the end of the day, right? We're not procrastinating. Um, And you not only do you have insider knowledge of yourself, but you start picking up on cues from others that makes you savvy Mm. to another person's fascination and how to make the most out of that connection. Yeah. So those are the things that you'll learn. This is going to be an incredible tool for one's ability to lead. Yes. When you start knowing the team you have around you Mm -hmm. and you start understanding, you know what, there's, there's nine ways to skin a cat, but with Josh, this is the way. Right. Because I now better understand Josh. I understand myself. And I understand how that's different from Scott and Janet and Sally. That is such a huge tool to have in your tool belt. Right. Yeah. I, I would um, I would love to hear some real life examples of your clients, you know, kind of the experiences around when they took the test. Are there moments where they go, no, that ain't right. There's no way that's me. Uh, I'd love it. Chris, wouldn't that be fun? I want to hear a few of those stories. So one of my favorite ones was I did this event in Florida and, um, I always ask, who are my cynicals? Because there's always (laughs) the cynicals. You know, you've got 20 people, 30 people have taken the assessment. There's always a couple of them who say, I don't believe it. So I always ask who my cynicals are. And it's always funny. A lot of times my cynical people are my power communicators. Ah. They're the ones who walk in the room confident. They know who they are. They don't really need anybody else to confirm or tell them anything different, right? Sure. Um, And so what I find, well, that's fun. And then by the end of the the workshop, they're my ones going, you know, Christy, this was spot on, but, you know, they're just all for it. But one of my favorite examples how this was used was I had this group that were working, was working with a CEO 
of a hospital and they had sold a product, a huge product um, to the hospital, but they needed to get IT in on it and they needed to get the nursing staff in on it. Um, Two different mindsets. Mm, You know what I mean? Totally Totally. different mindsets. The problem was that the guy that was over it was a power communicator and he didn't know, he felt not very confident in what the IT did and what the nursing did. He just runs the company, right? Yeah. Just because you run a company doesn't mean you know every piece of the sure. puzzle, right? But that power person was results driven, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what happened was the person who had to communicate with him from the company I was working with, she spoke the language of passion and um, prestige. Mm. Okay. So she was getting frustrated that he was trying to get both of them in before decisions were made and the on the same call because the IT's questions and the nurse questions are two different things. Yeah. Okay. And she made the comment to him. I said, how are you speaking to him? And she said, well, I told him he's just not getting it. How do I help you get this? And I looked at the power people in the room and I said, so how does that work for y'all? Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. all went, Oh heck no. Yeah, you know, yeah. that ain't happening. And I said, no, you have to turn that around actually I asked her to tap into her passion and say, take personal responsibility. I am not giving you what you deserve. I'm not giving you what you need. Can we have a conversation just with the IT? Because I'm really getting bogged down in all the questions so that I understand what IT needs. And then can we have a conversation with the nursing people and figure out what they need? And then I think I can give you better what you need sure. and take it as though it's you. Yeah. You don't ever go to a power person and start pointing fingers. It yeah, doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. You might have the right to, but you're never going to get anywhere that yeah, way. Yeah, there's no results that live there, no. right? And so that was one of the and so 2 weeks later I get a phone call or I get an email, not a phone call that said Christy that was spot on. This yeah. guy is like butter in my hands yeah. kind of thing. So I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I, you know, I I real quick I just want to chime in and say that when I talk with clients and they say, you know what I hear all the time, they go, I'm the boss or I'm the person in the authoritative position or I'm, I'm the one doing the presentation, they need to get on my page. Mm. And I hear this all the time and mm. I go, are you more interested in that feeling of being in, in charge or are you more interested in the results, right? If you want that person to actually act on what it is that you want, You've got to be able to have an effective back and forth relationship. And if she would have said to you, Christy, well, I don't care. This is how I'm going to talk. He needs to get it. If that would have been that mindset, you probably, I don't know that you've gotten that email two weeks later that he's now what? Butter? What'd you say? (laughs) Putty in his hand? I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. So, you know, one of the other things that people recognize, another group that I went to out in California, they recognize that they, this group did a lot of stuff um, through email, phone calls, um, they had a lot of details to their stuff. And what they were finding was they were doing it in reverse order. You're actually doing the stuff that gives you energy. You're actually doing it at the beginning of the day and pushing your well, uh, quicksand stuff to the end of the day. And you're thinking about it all day. Mm. And by the time you get there, you hate doing it. Sure, and it, that makes sense. You're, you're dreading it. Let's flip that. We recognize that if you do it that way, you actually are more productive and you're actually more creative and you can be nicer to the people you don't really want to work with Ah, at the beginning of the day 
you know, and you're always going to be nice to the people you love, yeah. you know, that you enjoy working with or the tasks that you enjoy working with. So yeah. that was something else that came out of another event that we I worked with. I love it. You're just not going to be able to respond and be effective without this level of information. No, you're not. There's no way. Uh, tell everyone again. I'm telling everyone listening. Chris wants to take this this assessment. There's no yeah. there's no way you don't want to. How do they do that again? Well, you go to my website, christyratcliffe.com. There's actually on the work with me under business team coaching, there's actually a how to fascinate banner. You can actually just take the assessment on your own. Um, There's a link on there. Or you can give me a call and sit down with me and we will go through this and and figure out how you fascinate, how you want to fascinate in this world. I want to ask Chris a last question here. So, um, there's a, there's a program called Performance Essentials 101. It's a really awesome group coaching program. Christy uh, does this with me. Chris, you, were, you just got to see Christy in action. Right. Uh, you, you know, seeing me was no big deal. You see me all the time. <laughs> but you got to see Christy. For all of our listeners, as we close this show, what are they in for? It's incredible. Um, I, first of all, this, the PE 101, and we've yep. been running some commercials for it sure. in the midst of this show. The opportunity to have three different coaches. Yeah. And we're going to meet four times. It's a, it, I, I was just fascinated. Awesome. I, I loved everything that you yeah. all did. You've got some unbelievable colleagues yeah. that are with you at this event. Surround yourself with great people. Yeah. And that means surround yourself with Christy Ratcliffe. Thanks for tuning in. Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, We just ask that you come back every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. right here on ESPN Charlotte The Game 7.30. If you want to listen to the show on demand, be sure to check out ESPNCharlotte.net or team-csg.com where we podcast the show so that you can listen to it on demand. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back. The preceding commercial program was sponsored and paid for by the hosts of this program, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is solely responsible for its content.